0: Hello again my friends, this is The Saint, of course this is The Saint Says, finishing off my review of 2023, the year of years. Continuing with my markdowns of the things that happened during this year, I will start on June 8th of 2023. Trump is indicted on 37 courts and special counsel classified documents. A suspension indictment filed on July 27th of this year. Trump is charged with one additional count for willful hereditary ret- retention of national defense information, and two additional obstruction counts, bringing the total to 40 counts. My fucking god. And people are still flocking to this man, like he was, like he was a fondue dip or something. Is just ridiculous. All the stuff is hanging over his head. All the stuff that he caused is hanging over his head. And yet he's still out there trying to run for President of the United States. And whether you want to hear it or not, it's not going to fucking happen. I'm sorry. Unless y'all know something that we don't fucking know, I don't see it happening no time soon. If anything, he's going to be wearing a damn jumpsuit before the end of this coming year. But that's just my hopes and my dreams. Okay, both, I don't know. Either way, moving on. Um, June 16th of this year, Robert Bowers, a gunman who killed 11 11 worshippers in a Pittsburgh Tree of Life synagogue in 2018, is convicted by a federal jury of all 63 charges against him. He is sentenced to death on August 2nd. I have a lot of things to say about this one because it also shows the senseless and the recklessness that a weapon is when a person's holding it. This son bitch walked into a synagogue and killed eleven fucking people. Not because they did something to him, not because they told him to get out to church, not because of any damn thing. The only reason why he did it because they were Jewish. That's it. Nothing else. They're Jews. They gotta die. Well, now, Mr. Bowers, you're gonna have to die. You can, you know, preach your racist bullshit if you want to inside a prison. Does not matter. Because it was up to me, and <laughs> I'm a, like I said, I'm a very rare foreign tonight. If it was up to me, I would put you in, a, in an electric chair. I would ask you what your, when your birthday is, and you would tell me, I would put you in the damn lecture chair with a cake in your damn lap while they're frying your fucking brains out on your birthday. That's how much I fucking hate this dude, because not only did you kill all these people, but you killed them in their church. Which shows me there's no fucking place safe from crazy-ass people and weapons. But that's just me. Maybe not. Who the hell knows? Moving on. June 18th of this year, civilian submersible dis- disappeared with five people aboard while voyaging to a wreckage of the Titanic. On June 22nd, the following, the following uh, massive search for a submersible U.S. authorities announced the vessel was suffered from catastrophic implosion, killing all five people. Now, what they didn't tell you is that all five of these people on this small submarine were millionaires. Of course, when you are a millionaire, you think you can walk on water, you can do what you want, when you want, and how you want. And... Someone decides that they want to go down to look at the Titanic in a small vessel. Of course, being a millionaire, I want to have it done now. <sighs> well, long story short, they all are you know, down to bottom where the submarine exploded, and uh, Titanic is still sitting there, you know, passing his bad karma off on submarine. They shouldn't have been down here in the first place, but that's just me. Seemed so like anyway, they wouldn't even prick, right. Again, just me. But um, I'm not a man to celebrate someone's death, but you were all millionaires. You knew better. Leave it at that. Moving on. <laughs> Let's see here. ProPublica reports that Justice Samuel Elito did not disclose a luxury 2008 trip he took with in which he hence fund billionaires, flew him on a private jet, even though the businessman were, would later repeat repeatedly asked the Supreme Court to intervene on his behalf, in a highly unusual move, Alito, preemptive dispute, the nature of the report before it was published. Authorities at the Co-op, the Wall Street Journal, in which he acknowledged knowing billionaire Paul Singer, but downplaying their relationship. Again, here goes no politics. These judges, the justices, I should say, they think they're also think that their shit don't stink. They can go out and do whatever they want because I'm a justice. If you break the fucking law, you're just like any damn body else, at least in my book. I don't give a damn you, uh, you know, Justice of Alito, David Justice, it doesn't fucking matter to me. You broke the law, you need to go to jail. And if you're taking money from a billionaire, which billionaires think they got, really can mark out anybody, then that makes it equally bad because you're a justice. You're not even supposed to be falling for influences of bad things, and that is bad. But that's okay. They will find him guilty or whatever they're going to do to him. And, and uh, God be with him because he's going to fucking need it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, moving on. Let's see here, um, June twenty ninth of this year, the Supreme Court said colleges and universities can no longer take race into consideration as a specific base for granting admission. The landmark decision overturned long-standing presidents. and here we are. Back in the sixties, when African American kids were being bused to white-only like schools and stuff like that. They teased them. They bullied them. They talked about them. And they made it very known, you don't fucking belong here. I think that pretty much sums up for any African-American in those days. And affirmative action, which is what this is, you know, allow some of these African-American kids to go to colleges they want to go to, whether they're predominantly white or whatever without the you know without being chased off like a bunch of banshees. But now they overturned that again. So it just shows me that the more things change, the more you want to keep them exactly the fuck the way they are. You don't want change. You want the same. And same gets fucking stale. So you just gotta hey we're not canceling this shit. Ain't no Negroes coming to our school. And I'll say it again, as long as humans walk this earth, there will never be any peace ever. Moving on. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. July 13th of this year, the FDA approved Opal to to be available over-the-counter, the the first non-prescription birth control pill in the United States. That's cool. However, Hopefully, you'll be taking it and do not get pregnant because, of course, the United States is telling women now to what to do with their bodies. And if you get pregnant, then you got to carry that whole damn kid to term, even if you don't want it. So birth control can help a lot. You don't have to worry about getting, you know, knocked up or anything like that without, you know, with consequences, of course. But, you know, that's what the world is now. Do what I say and not as I do. So. It's really stupid. <sighs> Moving on. July 14th of this year. The SAG-AFTRA, a union representing above about 150,000 Hollywood actors, goes on strike after talking with major studios and streaming services f- fall. or fails. It is the first time its members have stopped working on movies and television productions since 1980. Wow. On November 8th, sag SAG-AFTRA and the studio reached a attendance agreement, officially ending the strike. So, let me see, July, August, October, November, four months. These actors and actresses are out there on the picket lines, asking for equal pays and everything else. And they finally got it. And I'm glad they did, because, again, I'm getting tired of watching reality shows. They're all fucking stupid. So... Not to be saying it bad, but get back to work, please, because I need something new. Really, just just ridiculous. Moving on. Um, let's see here, July Fourteenth, Rex of uh, this year, Rex Hermerman, a district New York architect, is charged with six accounts of murder in connection with the death of three or four n- well, women known as the Gil- Gilgore Four. I have, I haven't heard about this much, but um, it's got to be bad. As it's on the list of things that happened in 2023, and uh, I'll just leave it at that. August 1st of 2023, Trump is indicted by federal federal grand jury in Washington D.C. in the 2020 election probe. Trump is charged with conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction of the attempt to obstruct uh, to obstruct officials officials of proceeding. A conspiracy against rights. Again, big-ass cloud. Just a big-ass black box over his head. And people still support this bitch, and I don't know why. <sighs> Guess we'll never know. Moving on. Uh, let's see here. August 8th. Over 100 people are killed and hundreds of others unaccounted for after a wildfire engulfed the parts of Maui. Nearly 3,000 homes and businesses were destroyed or damaged. It hurt my heart to see the damage that that fire did to Maui. And um, all the, the buildings that were there, they've been around for so damn long, and they were just burnt down like they were made yesterday. <clears throat> it's It's sad. And I'm hoping that they're getting everything back on track. We haven't heard anything about it since it happened. But knowing how, you know, Hawaiians get together and stuff like that, this this will, they, they will build it back better than it was before, I hope. And my heart goes out to them, and I'm sorry it happened to you. And hopefully, you're getting back on track. So, hopefully, 2024 will be the year that you get your... Get all the stuff back together and clean up stuff and everything else. I, I pray. Because God knows we need it. <sighs> okay. Moving on. August 14th of this year. Trump and 18 others are indicted by Atlanta-based grand jury or state charges stemming from their efforts to overturn the former president president's 2020 electoral defeat. Trump is now facing a total of 91 charges and four criminal cases in four different jurisdictions, two federal and two state cases. On August the 24th of this year, Trump surrendered to the Fulton County Jail where he had proceeded to release, be released on bond. And he also got his first mugshot. Now, anybody else, you would think they would be shying away from having a mugshot and, oh my God, I don't want to do this. Oh no, not Cheeto. He gets on TV. You can buy a shirt with my mugshot on It's free, and you can pay for it. Blah 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 blah. Don't don't turn this into you, something for you, okay? That's a full fledged police lineup picture. Don't don't use it for your own fucking gain. Just because your followers will fall over like, oh, I gotta buy one of those. Who gives a shit? So hopefully next time we see you, it'll be in a jumpsuit. But that's just me. Probably that's just me. But just, you know, I'm going with that. So moving on, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> August 23rd, uh 2023, sorry. Eight Republican presidential candidates face off for the first time in a primary debate of the 2024 elections in Milwaukee. And geez, guess who wasn't fucking there? Ding, ding, ding. You guessed it. Donald Duck Trump. He did not come. Because hey, are you ready? When we are ready, the election, everything's over. Okay, see what what you don't understand is that if he would have showed up, he would have been the main focus of every other person on that stage. He would never shut the fuck up. He would never let anybody say or do anything because his voice has to be heard, and he'll talk over everybody, even a person that's moderating the damn thing. He done it before, and he'll do it again. So in some cases, I'm glad he didn't bring his monkey ass to the damn primary that year, or this day. But then again, he's still talking shit. Surprise, surprise. But that's okay, because hopefully 2024 will be the day that we see handcuffs going on, and him going to a local federal jail and his choosing. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, Let me see here. House Speaker McCarthy announced he is calling on his committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. Even as they have yet to prove allegations, he directly profited off his son's foreign business deals. Again, politics has been the been the far gone complete thing for the last almost four years. You cannot get away from it. You cannot stop watching on TV. You can't do anything without somebody mentioning some fucking politics. And they're mad because we got all these fucking, they got all those damn indictments on people, on, you know, your boy and stuff like that. So they're going to be like, hey, we're going to impeach President Biden for his son. His son is not running for fucking president. He's already about to go to jail any goddamn way. Y'all just nitpick it. Y'all just trying to find something to make him like, hey, look, look, he done something bad, too. And whether you believe it or not, you're making really fucking big fools of yourselves. You really are. But that's just me. And um, we're moving on. September 14th of this year, Hunter Biden is indicted by special counsel David West in connection with a gun he purchased in 2018. First time in the U.S. history the Justice Department has charged the child of a sitting president. Damn. The three charges include making false statements. Ooh, wow. On federal firearms forms and possession of a firearm as a prohibited person. Yeah, Hunter, um, you know, he's Hunter. We all have those one kids that do what they want and then make the parents look bad because they did it, you know, and he's not the last. But since it is the president's son, oh, God, we got to run this thing into the goddamn ground. You would think that he went up and shot President Lincoln in the back of the head or some shit. Because that's what they're they're aiming for. But they're also bitter bastards. that have nothing else better to do. So, again, Hunter Biden's going to jail. And the Republican Party had nothing to do with it. It It's his own doing. He's doing it time. Shut the fuck up. Okay? Just let it die. But anyway, uh, moving on here, uh, September 22nd of t- 2023, New Jersey Democratic Senator Bob Mendez is charged with corruption-related offenses for the second time in 10 years. Mendez and his wife, Nadine Arstaran, or or her last name, Mendez, are accused of accepting hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes. Wow. Didn't see that coming. Um see here, in exchange for Senator Fluence, according to a newly unsealed federal indictment. Like I said, there's a reason why I don't like politics. Politics is about money. You got the bigger money, people are going to flock to you for any damn thing. Because, Because whether you believe it or not, it takes a lot of damn money to run for a major office, especially the presidency. So you better be loaded to the fucking gills with greenbacks because if you don't, you're going to fall to the wayside. And you'll be sitting there at home watching tea, watching the debates and not be in it. Just my, just my opinion. So, this is no different. And it will never be different. As long as humans walk the Earth, we'll always be in competition with each other. Because, hey, that's what we fucking do. Right? Of course. Moving on. <laughs> September 28th of this year. Dana Feirsten, Einstein, the longest-serving female U.S. senator in history, dies at the age of 90. <laughs> um, October 1st, California Governor Gavin Newsom announced he will be appointing Emily's List President Laponda Butler to replace her. Butler will become the first out of, out, first out black lesbian to join Congress. She will also be the sole black female senator serving the Congress and the only third in the U.S. Um, My condolences to Mrs. Feinstein's family for her her passing. And congratulations to Mrs. Lephansa, I think I said it right, about her sitting and her being the first black lesbian to serve in Congress. I know that's going to make a lot of them pop their heads off because, oh my god, this lesbians here. But you know what? Fuck them. If they got a problem with it, tell them the hot answer so you can punch them in the damn face or something. Just just my opinion. Uh, moving on here. Uh, let me see here. September 29th. September ninth of 2023. Las Vegas police confirmed Dwayne Keith David, a.k.a. Keefe D, was arrested for the 1996 murder of rapper Tupac Shakur. Holy shit. It only took, well, let's see here, 1996, a long time for them to find the person that did do this Keepy D is kind of like Trump. He can't keep his fucking mouth shut. And uh, he painted himself into a very large corner. And this large corner had a bunch of guns in his face. It's talking about, freeze, don't you fucking move. And KPD is still saying, hey, you, thank you. I knew you did, do." You did, Mr. Sir. And me being a very big Tupac fan, like most people are, um, I hope that some bitch comes to the old sale while you're sitting here talking about, I told you I got your ass, motherfucker. You know how, you know how Tupac is. And flipping them off, you know, looking at that stuff like stuck like, stuck like, stuck like, stuck like motherfucker. something like that. But either way, um, hopefully this will turn out to be something, and, you know, Tupac can finally rest in peace. I hope. But uh, moving on, <laughs> October 3rd of this year, McCarthy is removed as a House Speaker following a 216 to 210 vote, with eight Republicans voting to remove Courtney from the Post. I mentioned that the first time. And um, because they're not getting away with the House Speaker, they got to get rid of it. I'm not following this little bitch, but then you put somebody in there that is totally pro Against anything that the Republicans are. And he's a good candidate because he 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 obeys us. That's that's basically what it is. So uh they moved him out. And McCarthy, he was no better anyway, because he was just, you know, he was a he was a figurehead. And uh good riddance. So moving on. <laughs> October 25th, day after my birthday. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Three weeks without a speaker, the House voted to elect Mike Johnson of Louisiana. Strike two. Robert Mike or Mike Johnson is from Louisiana. Louisiana is one of those southern states that don't like anything that's not white. And uh, Mr. Johnson is totally against the whole abortion thing. They said it after he got in, but hey, the Republicans said, hey... He'll be the perfect guy for a House Speaker. And he's not. Uh But can't tell nobody that because they're just trying to be, you know, gun-ho, Billy Go, whatever the hell you want to call it, Go. Moving on. Um, October 25th also of this year, Robert Card, a U.S. Army reservist, kills 18 people and injures 13 others in a shooting rampage in Lewiston, Maine. October 27th of this year, after a 2 day manhunt, he was found dead from self-inflicted gunshot wound. You tacky bastard. Again, you can do the crime, but you can't do the time. You are not trying to go to jail, even though you deserve every fucking bit of it. But you shoot yourself so you will not do it, leaving everybody else, again, in fucking limbo. I hate you, motherfuckers. Y'all some y'all real gun ho when you got a gun in your hand, but when the fuzz about to come on your ass, then you ready to shoot yourself, cause you're too bits of a man to want to go to jail. You did the crime, so why not? Stupid. But anyway, moving on. The November thirteenth of this year, the Supreme Court announced a code a code of conduct. An attempt to bolster the public confidence in the court after three after months of stored news news stories, alleged that some of justices have been skirting ethic reg- regulations. i have nothing to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, everybody everybody's quicking in politics. But anyway, um moving on. <laughs> November 18th of this year, former First Lady Rosalind Rosalind Carter passed away. She was 96 years old. Again, my condolences to her family and to President Carter. And uh, she was a beautiful lady. She was wholesome. She was, you know, everything that a First Lady is supposed to be. And um, she helped Jimmy when he was in office with stuff, even though some people say that women should be seen and not heard. Rosalind was seen, heard, and everything else the day she died. And may um, she rest in peace and, you know, oh, 2024. And I'm not saying when I'm dead, but I want them back together. And if that has to happen through Mr. President Carr's death, then so be it. The man lived a long, long time. He's the oldest president, ex president we have here in this country. He's rightfully so deserves to rest in peace with his wife. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay, moving on. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see um, notable international event in January eighth of this year. Supporters of former Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro stormed the country's Congress building, Supreme Court, and presidential palace. The breach comes about a week after inauguration of President Luis Alicido Lula de Bade Silva. Wow, that's a hell of a damn name. Who defeated Bolsonaro in the runoff election on October 30th. They're calling it the international January 6th. <laughs> that's nothing to be proud of, but that's a good, good reason. Okay. January of this year at least 68 people are killed when an aircraft goes down near the city of Pokhara in central Nepal this is the country's deadliest plane crash in more than 30 years my condolences to all the families that were involved hopefully you have a good New Year's January 12th of this year New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Arend announced she will not seek a re-election in October damn I I mean, she was, to me, it shows this country that, yeah, a woman can actually run a country and it won't die. Unlike the rest of these gun hillbilly, mega-man bullshit people that are here. And um, she proves that, you know, it could happen. But that's just my opinion. January 24th of this year, President Volodymyr, Mr. Zelensky... As A slew of senior Ukrainian officials amid a growing corruption scandal linked to the procurement of wartime supplies. Uh, no matter if it's in this country or others, everybody's got to be one corrupt, some bitch, at all of them. And um, with all the stuff that's going on in Ukraine, you would think they'd be all on the same page, but apparently not. So, good riddance. Uh, let's see here. February 6th of this year, more than six. 15,000 people were killed and 10,000 injured in a magnitude 7.8 earthquake strike, Turkey and Syria. Ooh, yeah, that that will shake you up. Um, I've been involved in an earthquake, not as that big, but big enough, so I know how that feels. Uh, Let's see here. February 28th of this year. At least 57 people were killed after two trains collided in Greece. Ouch. Um, March 1st. Bolivia Amin Tabu is declared the winner of the Nigerian presidential election. Damn, they had elections in Nigeria? (laughs) Thought it was cool or something like that, but that's just me. Uh, March 10th of this year, Jinping (laughs) if I even said that fucking right, is reappointed as the president of another five years in China's legislature and ceremonial voting in Beijing. A highly Chorographed exercises, political theater meant to demonstrate limits, legitimacy and unity in the ruling elite. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> well, let's see here. Uh, March 16th of this year, the French government forced through controversial plans to raise the country's retirement age from 62 to 64, which started a riot, and they were burning stuff, throwing rocks. The whole nine yards, and the whole entire the love city didn't have too much love going on that day. So hopefully they got what they wanted and leave it where it is. April fourth of this year, Finland becomes the very first member of the NATO. Ukraine and Russia are fighting because Ukraine wants to join NATO, and Russia is like, "No, you do not want to do that." And Mr. So, Mr. Putin is throwing rocks, throwing rockets over there like they're fireworks. But what do you get? he's a dictator. Um. Anyway, uh, let's see here. April fifteenth of this year, following months of tension in the Sudan between a paramilitary group and the country's army, violence erupts. Huh. Sudan is. They just, man, they, they get buck wild over here. They're just the craziest thing I've ever seen. But that's another story. May 3rd of this year, a 13-year-old boy opened, a f- opened fire on his classmates at a school in Belgrade, Serbia, killing at least eight children along with the security guard. On May 4th, a second mass shooting takes place during an attack open fire in a village of Dubon, about 37 miles southwest of Belgrade, killing eight people. The damn weapon thing is is getting out of control, even in other countries now. But this never ends. Uh, let's see here. May 5th of this year, the World Health Organization announced COVID-19 is no longer a global health emergency. <sighs> Three damn years. Me and myself almost dying from COVID back in 2020. This is some very, very, for me, very encouraging news. Because I remember when this stuff first started, I was scared to even walk out to get my damn mail. Without wearing gloves or a mask or anything else. But, we have came through it, I hope, on the other side of it. And hopefully they will keep it away for a very long time. I've had my peace, I'm ready to, ready to move on. Okay. May 6th of this year, King Charles coronation takes place at the Westminster Abbey in London. Oh my god, it took forever to a fucking weekend. <laughs> I, I try to watch it and I'm just like everything, I mean do not get me wrong, I love British people, I love England. It's a beautiful country. Never been there but I plan on going there one of these damn days. But everything they do, especially with the crowning and the weddings and the coronations and the, the funerals Queen Elizabeth's f- funeral I'm dead serious was a whole fucking week from the time she died to the time they buried her and then of course with King Charles same thing he was they were doing coronation they gave him his crown you know they sang his praises He wrote in a bucket, I mean every damn thing they do shit like a Whole two or three weeks it takes for them to get through the whole damn thing, and you know, I, I that's pretty cool, but then again, it's like, damn, it takes us damn long to be to make sure that you were damn near the king. Come on, Just give him the crown, put it on his head, and okay, everybody go him now. Thank you, and that's it. But what the hell, I know I'm not British, but uh, shout out to King Charles, by the way. Um, let's see here, April, or f- well, actually, August 4th of this year. Alexander Neval is sentenced to 19 years in prison for extremist charges, Russian-made media reports. Nevadul is already serving sentence of total 11 and a half years in maximum security facility on fraud and other charges that said were trumped up. It's Russia. You never know. September 8th of this year, over 2,000 people are, in, are dead and thousands are injured in a 6.8 magnitude earthquake in Morocco. Again, damn. it's a lot of damn people. But um, earthquakes seem to hit harder over there than they do over here. But uh, I won't knock on wood. I can, you know, hopefully it won't ever happen again here, but, you know, that's what we're thinking. Moving on, um, October 8th. Israel formally declares war on the Palestinian military group Hamas after it carried out an unprecedented attack by air, sea, and land on October 7th. I have been keeping my distance from this this since it started. I remember back in the day when everybody kept saying, you know, peace in the Middle East, peace in the Middle East. Okay, there's no peace anywhere, including the Middle East. And, um, you know, they're, they're over there bombing people, killing people, killing kids, killing stuff like that. And it's um, it's sad. It really is on both sides. Because Israel just wants to kill everything. that killed the people that got there. But um, it's a never-ending thing, and it'll go on and on and on. We all know that. So, moving on. Um, November 8th of this year, Vatican published a new guideline opening the doors for Catholic baptism for transgender people and babies of the same-sex couples. Wow, it's a big move. You know, the Vatican usually looks down on stuff like that. You're all going to better hell, you know, stuff like that. But anyway, moving on. November twenty fourth of this year, the, f- the first group of hostages is released after Israel and Hamas agreed to a temporary truce dozen more hostages are released in the following days. On December 1st, the seven-day truce ended and after negotiations reached and passed, and Israel accused Hamas of rallying an agreement by firing at Israelis. At Israel. Again, this will keep continuing. There is no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Whew. Now we're into award winners. This will be fun. January of this year, the College Football Playoff National Championship, the game takes place in SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, the Georgia Bulldogs defeat the Texas Christian University's Horn Frogs, sixty-five to seven. I say, God damn! For their second national title in a row. Wow, way to go, Georgia! January tenth, eightieth, and the yeah, the eightieth annual Golden Globe Awards are presented live on ABC or NBC. January 6 to the 29th of this year, the 111th Australian Open takes place. Novak Djokovic defeats Stefano Tispa. See, I'm not even gonna say the name um, in a straight set win, 10th Australian Open title, and recorded equally 22 Grand Slams. That's an all the feat. Well, let's see here. February 5th of this year, the 65th annual Grammy Awards ceremony takes place in Los Angeles at the. Crypto, crypto, crypto.com Arena we used to be formerly The Staples Center Cool uh, February 12th Super Bowl 52 Takes place at the State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona Where our Kansas City Chiefs defeat the Philadelphia Eagles 38-35 to This is the first Super Bowl To feature two black Starting quarterbacks but you don't say. Well, that was a that was I mean, that whole week after we won the Super Bowl, it was a um it was just nonstop, you know, honking horns and we're number one and you know, Cheese Kingdom and took nine song playing every five minutes, Red Kingdom, you know, stuff like that. And um, you know, to be the mix of all that, I'm just like, damn. I thought I'd be dead before the Chiefs got to the Super Bowl. So I've seen two, or actually three. They won two, so I can you know, I can die happy now. And even though, even with all that, I'm still sort of on the fence with the Chiefs because you never know their, their playing styles, especially of late, changes with every passing day. Hopefully they'll do better on Sunday and we can get past all this bad karma bullshit. So uh, anyway, uh, let me see here. February 19th, Ricky Steinhaus Jr. wins the 65th annual Daytona 500 in double overtime with its longest Daytona 500 ever with a record 212 lap raced. Yikes. Damn, that's a lot of rapping. Uh, March 12th, the 95th annual American Academy Awards takes place with Jimmy Kimball hosting for the third time. Ah, yes. I think everybody has moved on from the. You no. Know, Slapped hurt around the world thing, I hope, because it's getting ridiculous. But anyway, moving on. March 14th, Ryan Reddington wins his first auto rod. Congratulations. <laughs> April second, the Louisville State University Tigers defeat the University of Iowa Hawkeyes, 102 to 85 in the Dallas. To win the program's first international NCAA Women's Basketball National Championship. Congratulations! Hope you can do it again. April 3rd, United States of Connecticut Huskies wins its fifth men's basketball national title with a 76-59 7650, victory over their San Diego State University Aztecs in Houston. Congratulations also. April 6th through the 9th, the A7 Masters Tournament takes place. John Ram wins, claiming his first green jacket and a second career major in Augusta, Georgia. Those green jackets are worse than they are not the yellow ones. Just my opinion. April 17th, the 127th Boston Marathon takes place. The winner of the Evan Chabot of Kenya in the men's division and Helen Orbitz of Kenya in the women's division. So two people from Kenya won the Boston Marathon. Who, who knew? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, let me see here. May 6th, Mage, a three-year-old chestnut colt, wins the 149th Kentucky Derby. Congratulations. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to pass all this other stuff because it's all sports. And we didn't come here for that. We came here to talk about some of the highlights of this great year we were in. Uh, let's see if I can find something here. Um hmm. well, I'm guessing that's uh what I got for that. But um going on with the uh, memorandum. We had a lot of deaths this year. Some were surprising, some were just like holy shit. Um let's see. Lou's son a kun Kunel Kungi. He was a um he was an actor who was on the show Parasite. He was 48, which is scary because I'm 48. Uh, who we got here? Um, Laura Lynch Center died after being involved in a car crash Friday, December 22nd, in Hutsburg County, Texas. According to the CNN F, uh, affiliate I- KOBC. Saying the police report, Lynch was frauding founding member of the bard of the band presently known as addiction checks. Make sure you rest in peace. What else we got? Ah yes. Andre Brower. Still can't believe this one. The intense actor who won an Emmy for Homicide Life on the Street, and in a demonstration of high of his range in comedy series Brooklyn Nine Nine. Dies at the age of 61. I'm still reeling about that one. Andre, Mr. Andre Brower was a great actor. He was kind of like the TV version in my book of Denzel Washington. He knew his lines. He took them very seriously, and he was dead on with all. May he rest in peace, which was a very bad loss for all of us. Now, let's see here. So, this one was surprising. Ryan O'Neill, Oscar nominated actor and lifetime lover of Farrah Fawcett, died December eighth of this year. And um, it's still really, really you know, crazy. I mean but you know, he was he was eighty two years old, not to say it has anything to do with it, but you know, he will be missed and may he rest in peace. Now, this one is crazy. Norman Lear died at the age of 102 or 101 or something like that. I can't remember. Uh, Famed television producer Norman Lear, whose widely successful TV sitcoms fused comedy and trended social commentary. And yeah, he was 101. And uh, that was a big, big loss. He gave us things like the Jeffersons, uh, All in the Family, my dad's favorite, uh, Good Times, which was my favorite, and so on and so forth. And uh, he would be deeply, deftly missed. May he rest in peace. Uh, Danny Lane, co founder of the Band Wings in the Moody Blues and longtime collaborator with Paul McCartney died December fifth. He was seventy nine. May you rest in peace. Uh, Sandra Day O'Connor, who blazed tra- trails as the first woman to sit on the Supreme Court, died at the age of eighty three. May she rest in peace. Come on. Uh, Shane McGowan, the lead singer of the Irish band The Porgies, died at the age of 65. May he rest in peace. Elliot Ewert, the photographic journalist and filmmaker who, who widely documented the miranda of American life over the six decades. He was 95 years old. Damn. May you rest in peace. This one, I'm surprised as hell, too, because I thought he was already dead. Henry Kissinger, who was a former U.S. Secretary of State and National Security Advisor, who escaped Nazi Germany in his youth to become one of the most influential and controversial foreign policy figures in American history. He was hundred. Long damn life, but our authority is dead, but rest in peace. <sighs> Mary Cleave, US National Astronaut who in nineteen eighty nine became the first woman to fly on a space shuttle mission after the Challenger disaster. She died at the age of seventy six. May she rest in peace. <laughs> Frances Stomberg. The veteran actress, screen performer known for her work in films as Misery and the Bunny, and HBO series Sex and the City, died at the age of 93. May she rest in peace. Uh, let's see. Come on. Uh, let's see here. Marty Croft, the co-founder of the co- iconic children's television show, including... H.R. puffin stuff. Wow. And land the loss died of kidney failure. He was 85 years old. Wow. May he rest in peace. <laughs> and of course, this one I've already mentioned a couple of times. Rosalind Carter, who was a first lady, worked tirelessly on behalf of the mental health reform and professionalized the role of a president's spouse. Died November 19th. She was 96 years old. Tough loss. May she rest in peace. Whew. Dex Carvey. Son of comedian Dana Carvey died of a drug overdose. His parents announced in a joint statement posted on his father's social media. He was 32. Just a baby, man. It's terrible. It's bad enough when you lose a kid especially when you're losing something like drugs or something like that, because no kid should die before their parents. That's just all I'm going to say about that. May you rest in peace. Huh. San Diego pottery owner and chairman Peter Selder died at the age of 63. May you rest in peace. Astronaut Frank Bowman, who commanded the first mission to orbit the moon, died on November 7th. He was, 90, he was 95. Evan Elligan, a former child actor known for his roles in *My Sister's Keeper* and *CSI: Miami*, which I used to watch, very good show. He died November fifth. Let's see. According to online records from the San Bernardino County Sheriff, he was 35 years old. Cause of death was immediate. Was not immediately released. Hopefully it wasn't suicide, but this day and age, you never know. Uh, Let's see here. Ah, yes, Mr. Bobby Throw-A-Chair Knight, one of college's winningest coaches, but also one of the most, most polarized figures, dies at age 83, in November 1st. May you rest in peace. Another surprising one, Matthew Perry, the beloved actor who starred in Chandler Bings on Friends died of a parent drowning accident in Los Angeles on October 28th. He was 54 years old. Terrible loss. May he rest in peace. Herbert Bernie Bowman, longest serving African American congressional staffer in history, died October 25th. He was 92 years old. Well. Now this one really hits home for me. Now this guy was my mother's first cousin, if you can believe that. So Richard Roundtree, stage and actor screen, best known for his performance as a tough talking private eye in 1971 shaft. Died on October 24th, my fucking birthday. At the age of 81. God, I could not believe that. I was like, damn it, he died on my birthday. But may he rest in peace, my brother's soul brother. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Bobby Charleston a Manchester United great who played a starring role in England's 1966 World Cup victory, he dies at the age of 90, at the age of 86. May he rest in peace. Another surprising death. Suzanne Summers, the actress who was a small screen in Three's Company, which I love that show, and became a TV Most Iconic Fitness Pitch Woman, dies on October 15th, according to statements provided by CNN. She was 76. I cannot believe that happened, man. Whew. Tough loss. Pepper Laurie. Celebrated actress known for her chilling portrayal of the overbearing religious mother and Carrie. You want to laugh at you? Um, and for playing Paul Newman's Downer on a Dump's Girlfriend and Hustler. Dies October 14th. She was 91. <laughs> Man, I, I had nightmares of Carrie and her. Like, you want to laugh at you? It crazy. <sighs> so, making recipes. Okay, got have Rudolph Isley, one of the founding members of the Isley brothers. He was 84. May you rest in peace. Hugh Uncle Red Van Ellis, one of the last three known survivors of the 1921 Tulsa Race Riot, died October 9th. According to his family statement, he was 102. Man. If I could have talked to him for him just once, I could just sit there and listen to him all day. I'm just I'm just crazy like that, but that's just me. But may he rest in peace for sure. Burt Young, former boxer who was found who found later fame playing a tough guy in Hollywood, dies at the October eighth. He was 83. He was Paulie and Rocky, you know. And he played a chauffeur for Rodney Dangerfield in Back to School, which he was very funny in. And uh, he was a Marine. Hoorah. And he served his country and he was a boxer. So hopefully, he'll rest in peace for all that. Michael Chandlero, A prominent chef known for appearing on Easy and Entertaining by Michael Cherrell And Top Chef dies October 7th. He was 61. May he rest in peace. <laughs> Oh, yes, the Great Iron was a scary place with this man, Dick Butkus, hard-hitting Hall of Fame linebacker who starred in to starred for his hometown Chicago Bears. Before his outgoing personality earned him popularity in television and film acting, he was eighty one. He was eighty years old, and um, I, I, I love Dick Butkus. He was. He was a straight to the point. You don't like it. Oh well. And he would. And the way he played back in the day is a wonder anybody can still walk after getting hit by him. But he rests in peace. Uh, let's see here. Longtime Boston Red Sox pitcher Tim Wakefield died October first at the age of fifty seven. The Team announced Wakefield's won two World Championships with the Reds in two thousand four and two thousand seven. He won 200 games in his career. Damn. May he rest in peace. Uh, Calgary Flame, assistant president general manager, I should say. Chris Snow died on September 30th. He had a battle with ALS. Terrible. He was 42 years old. I'm older than this man. So that should tell you something. Uh, let me see here. Dana Farstein, who I mentioned before, who's three decades of the serving senator, longest female senator, was 90 years old. May she rest in peace? Actor Michael Gambo, who played Dumbledore in the sixth and eighth Harry Potter film, he was 82. May rest in peace. Baltimore World's legend, Brooks Robinson. Uh, he was 86 years old. May he rest in peace. This one hit home for me. Uh, David McCullen, known for his role as the chief medical examiner, Ducky Mallard, on the long-running CBO show C- NCIS, died September 28th. He was 80 years old, well, 90 years old. He also had a very good role on the man from Uncle, right, along with Robert Vaughn, who was also passed away. May you rest in peace. Uh, let's see here. Fernando Bursto, one of the most successful part paintings and sculptures of the twentieth century dies in ninety one. May you rest in peace. Former NFL arrest Robert Singer, Mike Williams, died September 12th after he was taken off life support in Tampa, Florida. Also, following the construction accident, his agent told the press he was 36 years old. Just a baby. Charles Robinson, country music star, passed away. 59 years old. May he rest in peace. Ooh. This is a crazy name. Augusto Benavizlia, a veteran apartheid-era South African politician of Zulu Prince, died September 9th. He was 95. Stephen Harwell, the former lead singer of the rock group Smashing Mouth, died September 4th. He was 56, but he rest in peace. Uh... Margaritaville will not be the same. Mr. Jimmy Buffett died September 1st. He was 76 years old. May rest in peace. Uh, former New Mexico Governor Bill Richardson, longtime fixture of Democratic politics, died September 1st. He was 75. Hall of Famer Gil Brandt, Passed away on August thirty first. He was at ninety one. Um, Jack Snowman, former guitarist for the Brisbane Barra Straits, dies at eight sixty eight. Wow. Oh, yes, and the man, the myth, the legend, Bob Barker, Price's right host, who silk Spoon command died on August 26th. He was ninety nine. I'm a big wrestling fan, so this hurt me really bad. Bray Wyatt for WWE passed away on August 24th after a heart attack. Or Mike Rotunda, as they call him, his real name. He was 36 years old. Uh Ron Caprice Jones, who was won two Emmy Awards for his acting and hit television show, This Is Us, died at the age of 80, or 66. May you rest in peace. James Buckle, former conservative U.S. Senator Reagan era, passed away August 18th. Um, Let's see what year was that. There's a lot of honor, folks. and that's only a few of them Um, but again I hope that you all have a prosperous new year I hope that we all are on a good path in 2024 I think we all had enough of the whole doom and gloom and you know hating each other and everything else something needs to change and something needs to change now hopefully 2024 will do that but between you and me and everything I'm not looking forward to 2024 I'm not It's a scary thought to even think of what I got in my head does happen in real life. And it will change the entire landscape of this country from beginning to end. The country is already on edge. Hell, the whole damn world is. And 2024 seems to be the the linchpin for all of us. Whatever happens in the next year will affect us for the rest of our lives. Maybe. But I hope you have a good New Year's. It's a prosperous new year, and um, I'll try to do these a little, little bit more often than I do, because I am a busy guy. And I, you know, say goodnight to you folks, have a good 2023, rest of it, and God bless.